0: When you're a playful mompreneur, you've got to be ready for those eek days. Now, that's a term I just made up, but I think you might know the ones I'm talking about. I had an eek day recently. I was feeling overwhelmed, out of my depth, and with plenty of chiming in from my inner critic. But then I edited this episode in which I interview Lynn Haseman, and I instantly felt lighter, happier, and more playful about life and business. Maybe it's because of her great energy and her bubbly personality. Or talking of bubbles, she had me in stitches telling me about how she couldn't have a decent bubble bath when her kids were home because of, well, the kids' badly timed bowel movements. And maybe as a proud South African, it was just so great to hear from another Mzanzi mompreneur who is totally rocking it on her playful mompreneur journey. The fact is that Lynn brightened my day, and I just know she's going to encourage and inspire you in this interview. But before we dive in, I want to give you a heads up on some bonus content. So as a successful mom blogger, Lynn went into some amazing tips and lessons on how to monetize a blog. This was such good stuff that I felt it deserved its own episode. So if blogging as a business model is something you're into, and even if you just want some great tips on monetizing your content, then that's coming your way in the next episode. It's like a blogging mini lesson. But now, let's find out why Lynn decided to change her business model from an online store selling physical products to a blogging model, plus a whole lot more. You're in for a treat if you need some inspiration today. Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business. A business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them and then Use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. So let me just tell you a little bit more about Lynn before we dive into her business journey and her mompreneur journey. So Lynn Hazeman is a blogger who lives on the West Coast of South Africa in the town of Saldana with her two primary school children and her husband. She's now in her 13th year of recovery from alcohol and drug addiction. Her blog is called Kaboki and she writes on topics such as parenting, pregnancy and birth, breastfeeding and mompreneurship. So welcome Lynn to the podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here today. So cool to have you. So Lynn, tell us a little bit more about your business.
1: Perfect. I'd love to. So what happened is I felt pregnant and I was working from home already, and I was doing bookkeeping. And I thought that I could continue doing that with the baby. And I know why my mother laughed when I said that. But my mom laughed a lot. I can totally understand why now, but I got upset at the time. And it wasn't that I couldn't do the bookkeeping, it's that it got to a point where I kind of I, I just landed up in bookkeeping. So. When I was in my early twenties, the bookkeeper resigned at my dad's work and I started working for him underneath my uncle, a family business. So I kind of just landed in bookkeeping and it's not something I even did at school. I didn't do accounting, but when I left my dad's company, I had a little package and I just did people's books, friends, family, et cetera. So what happened was I did continue with my bookkeeping. My, My baby was born, but it got to a stage where I had to put her into care so that I could work and I the thought of paying a ridiculous amount of money for my daughter to go spend the day somewhere so I could do bookkeeping um i would never had an issue with doing bookkeeping but suddenly it was just bur. Mm. Um, I've got no other way to describe it I I needed something that gave me something as a person um something that I was passionate about and online stores there weren't that many at that time it was 2012 and I just got to be in my bonnet. I just wanted to open up an online baby store and design cute clothes and sell stuff online. I just, that's what I wanted to do. So I can be quite headstrong and I just decided I'm just going to do this. And I did, but I underestimated what would go into it. Okay. I had a vision of having all this freedom and being able to take time off to be with my baby but in fact, I realized an online store never closes. So mm-hmm. even over Christmas, if I wanted to go away for a week, I would have to take all of my products with me so I could sell it. I could take, be able to take my laptop, but because I was a one lady show, I would have to, you know, I, I would need to send stuff immediately. People order stuff online. They want their tracking number almost immediately. So that was one of the things that I didn't anticipate and while I loved what I was doing, there was a lot of stuff that was a lot harder than I thought it would be. For example, I naively thought that you build a website and people find it. <laughs> and yeah, you know, you're giggling. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth.
0: I know. I've heard so many people, if I've built a website for them, they'll be like, I have you ring fenced it so that nobody can see it yet? I'm like, don't worry about that. You know, like we'll, we'll, we actually want people to see it and, and they won't come unless we draw them in yet. You know, so don't worry about people stumbling across it. If they do, you know, it's maybe probably meant to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly it. And so I kind of, you know, your website gets built and it's brand mm. new and it basically goes into a black void where I thought it would be everywhere. <laughs> So that was my first stumbling block. My second one was that great, I've got my website, awesome, let's design new products. And designing the products took a lot longer. Finding suppliers took a lot longer than I anticipated. Taking photography was not as simple as I thought. Editing photos, there was so much I didn't know how to do. And I'm a very determined, motivated person, and I'm very stubborn, which counts in my favor in a lot of aspects. Um, but it, you know. The guy built my website and I'm like, yeah, I've got my website. I designed a new product. And I'm like, hang on. I don't know how to put this product on my website. And then you phone him. You're like, how do I do this? Oh, that's 500 bucks. <laughs> just to show me how. And I'm like, no, I just want to know how to do it myself. Yeah. And they're like, well, we don't provide training. We develop your website. So, and he, he was a fantastic guy, but I, I there were a lot of challenges that I hit and I didn't know how to work my website. So mm-hmm. I slowly learned over time. But Facebook exploded for me first because I knew how to work Facebook. So my page became popular. So what happened over a period of time that I I started learning different ways to bring people into my website, one of which was blogging. Mm. And as I started learning how to blog, I thought, this is really awesome. And as time went by, I started learning that I actually don't need products. I don't need to buy them in. I don't need to stock them. I don't need to store them. I don't need to keep the inventory. I don't need to package it. I don't need to push it. I don't need to track it when it goes off. I don't need to follow up with customers. I don't need to do any of that. I can blog and just create content on my website. All I need is my laptop. I can go away. I can do anything I want. As long as I have my laptop, I can work from anywhere with no complications. And I can promote anything I need. I don't need to design any products. I can just go find cool stuff online and promote that and make money so this process happened over a period of a few years so I think I launched in about April 2012 mm-hmm. and then I I changed my website from being an online store I just ripped the WooCommerce right out of it and okay. just put the blog roll as my front page yeah yeah and I did that in 2016 February of 2016 and it was It was such a liberating and scary and exciting and awesome feeling, you know, where I could really follow
0: my passions. Yeah, I'm loving that. I'm loving the playfulness that's coming through in your business journey. Of course, that's what we're looking at in this podcast is how to be more playful. And I love that that's come through in the way in your business journey so far. And what I'm also hearing is just the simplicity. Like you you realize this is complicated. This is hard. This is not what I signed up for. There's all these extraneous things that I didn't sign up for when I first had this this passionate idea. Um, and then in simplifying and bringing it down to the part that you really love and really enjoy, you' found that actually there's a there's a huge business here I love that aha moment and I think for many moms a lot of moms will be thinking I need to sell something I need to have something tangible to sell if I'm going to be a business. And I think sometimes people will start a blog and then introduce a product as well. And you've gone the, the opposite way around. Um, and then, yeah, you started Kaboki. So where, where does the name Kaboki come from? Well, actually, I'm English. My husband is Afrikaans.
1: And he used to, when my daughter was born, he used to call her either Stota Kabota or Kaboturki. And what I did is I just took Kabotirki and I took out the er and I made it a nonsense word. Because I mean, kids just say nonsense words. Cute. Um, and I just thought it was really cute and it described kind of what I do. And like you say, it's got the playful side to it. So the name kind of stuck with me and I like it, it was quite a journey because I I kept thinking, but it's a nonsense word. It doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it actually stuck with people so it's it's a nice it's a nice name i think it's very cute and um, so for our overseas listeners uh and and you're testing me i'm here, but stota kabota means a, a naughty little a little elf or like a little yeah like <laughs> a little elf that's yeah. right so i'd love to dive into how you monetize your blog and how you've turned your blog into a business because you know you can have a blog that's just a journal that you're writing as a form of self expression, and that's great. But you've turned your blog into a business, so can you share some secrets with other moms out there who are, are maybe looking into this as a business model for their business?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things that I get very excited about is monetizing my website because. I really truly believe that you're only limited when you have a blog to your own creativity and your own ideas. And while some of them may not work, I've made money in a lot of very interesting ways.
0: Okay, I'm going to put a little pause on the podcast at this point to tell you that Lynn shares a massive amount of amazing blogging tips for starting mompreneurs if they want to use blogging as a strategy. So it's so rich and vast what she shared that I've decided to turn that into an episode all on its own so that if you are looking specifically for blogging content, you can go and find that in one episode. So I encourage you to go and listen to Lynn's very best blogging tips and ways that you can monetize your blog. And I will say that the tips she shares are not only for pure bloggers but that other mompreneurs can also get amazing value from what she shared there. So that'll be coming along in the next episode. So tell us a little bit about your, your family and how you manage your time, because you've, you've shown us so many things that you are busy with in your business. Where do you all fit it in? <laughs>
1: Well, when you say, how do I manage my business and my time, you make me sound so well put together. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And quite frankly, I don't always feel that way. In fact, very rarely. Um, I'm more of a hot mess mom. I'm a bit of a messy mom. And I wing a lot of it as I go. Okay. Um, And I think also with my, you know, the thing is you get so caught up and it's like breakfast, lunch, pack this, pack that. Have you got your hockey stick? Da, 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 you know, and then what I love is I drop my kids off at school. I come home. I make my coffee. I sit at my desk and I think, Whew, what am I going to do today? What do I feel like writing about?" And that's what I love about the affiliate marketing side is that if I don't have a paid campaign on at the mo at the time, and there are going to be times when you've got no paid campaigns, yeah. I kind of love that because I don't have anybody telling me we want your content to look like this or like this, and it's got to fit in this little meat box like that. Um. <laughs> I like coming home and thinking, okay, so the kids are all done. Oh, what am I doing? (laughs) And then I think, I saw this cool product the other day, and I think maybe I'll write about that or a blog post on this. Mm -hmm. And so that really fits in with my lifestyle. But back onto the managing side of it is that I have a, in some ways I've got a really, really strict routine. So during the week, I drop my kids off in the morning, I come home and I start work immediately. I ignore all the housework. Okay. Ignore like more everything. I, well, actually what I first do, first thing is I take a, a walk on my own on the beach. I live on the beach in Saldana. So I walk like five meters and then I walk along the beach. So it's fantastic. And that for me is my time because it's the only time that I can grab for me. Yeah. If I don't have that walk first thing in the morning, I don't I don't take it. Mm-hmm. I might go with kids hanging on me and dragging boogie boards and, uh, you know, which is nice, but it's not that, that I need in the morning so the first thing I do is I take my morning walk and that kind of centers me and then I start work and like I say when I get home I don't do dishes I don't clean anything I don't make beds if there's a wet towel on the bed I just leave it there and I I know that maybe sounds terrible but I
0: I doesn't I think (laughs) You've got so many moms, amen, in you right now. And we're all very jealous of you living on the beach in Saldana. I, 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 really I mentioned cool. you, we've been in, in Paternoster, which is just, I think, a little bit north from, from where yes. you were. Oh, my goodness, just like heaven on earth. So, yeah, you are very lucky to be where you are. And I'm so glad you're taking advantage of it every day. <laughs> so, you come back, and now this is your time, right?
1: Yeah. And what we have is upstairs is my office, which is a spare bedroom with a okay. big window that overlooks the sea. and downstairs is the house and the bedrooms and the kitchen which I always do um except when I clean it for about 30 seconds it's clean and then it's not I don't know what happens but (laughs) I actually come up here and this area is always neat and tidy so I can leave all of that life down there (laughs) yeah on my desk that's all nice and clean it's all my stuff Uh no children's toys and I just (laughs) Work for the morning, and it's very rare that I take time off during the week, during the morning to go do anything. Um, I don't do shopping, I don't do cleaning, I don't do cooking, I don't do kids' stuff, I don't do any of that. Um, I literally just take that this is my work time, and that is that. Uh-huh. And then when I leave to go fetch the children, uh-huh. I'm in mom mode, so I go fetch the kids, I bring them home, we do lunch, we do homework, and they know like. We do it like this, like this, like this, like this. And then once all their homework is finished and everything, they know they are now allowed screen time. So they can use the spare phone and the iPad to check out whatever games they're playing and whatever they're doing. And then I catch up a couple of hours in the afternoon. And that's when I do that one content writing job. I do all the editing and and checking in the afternoon and tidy up a couple of things. And then screen time is over. Kids must set the table and it's time to get ready for Papa to come home (laughs) and get the food on the table. And then we do the bar thing and all of that. And I try my best not to work in the evening, partly because it sucks. Um, Also because I used to work till three o'clock in the morning, every night when the kids were small, because I was just so determined to succeed. And I had, there was a period of time where I had my online store running during the day, but I was so sure I could make this blogging thing work. So I created some, more websites that I was blogging on in the evening to test on so I would sit day only was my online store then it was mommy stuff and then it was evening where I did my blogging and I was convinced I could make this work my husband's like it's a scam you're crazy you don't know what you're doing um but now I'm over 40 and I just think that I'm I don't know if I got too old or if I've pushed myself too hard in life but evenings I, I can't work I've got to binge on like jenny and georgia or you know what i mean like i,
0: I know what you mean <laughs> cool but yeah i think i agree with you i'm tired by that time of the day i think you're not gonna actually well i for me i'm not giving my best at that time of day so yeah you, you're sure not alone um but i think what also helps is that you know that you've got those mornings to do that they are for work And that you, as you say, quite strict, but um, I think there's so much playfulness within that time, but that, you know, that you've got that block of time that is for you and for work and yeah, don't go and put your errands on that time and um, don't worry about the housework in that, in that time. If that's what you're desiring, you know, like you, you need that time to work. You, that's what you want. So I love how you've designed your life around that and yeah also just letting go of some of the things that you feel like you should do oh you know you should do the dishes you should do all these all these shoulds you've let go of the shoulds that don't matter to you and and have like embraced this this lifestyle that works for you I, I love it I think it's so I think it's so cool well I do have a section of time which is for kitchen and dishes and cooking
1: but okay in that time slot I have okay. my time slots and I've become a creature of habit um you know, so, but while I have all this routine, I think it's also important to know when to quit. Mm-hmm. Because there are going to be days where I mean, I remember that one morning there was um there was a week of stuff, like every day there was something. And I just had kids on every single day. And then Friday came and I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, they're gonna go to school today. I'm like, I'm gonna rock this and I've got them all dressed they're all 100% dressed be ready to walk out the door I'm just tying my daughter's hair and as I'm tying her hair her hand goes up and she starts scratching
0: uh.
1: and it just suddenly I went oh I've been scratching my head and I'm looking oh. and I'm like no no and I look in her hair and it's crawling with lice. and I say to my son come here and I look in this hair and I, I don't have to look in my hair I just you know, when you suddenly just, no. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I realize that, no, I'm not working today. I'm washing bedding. I'm washing towels. I'm sanitizing hairbrushes. I'm washing. I, oh, <laughs> and I think it's it important to know that, look, you, you're going to have those days. And sometimes you're going to have those weeks. But, you know, and it's important to know, well, just, it's time to give up. And that's the beauty of blogging. Yeah. Nobody is going to have a heart attack if I don't publish my blog post at 9 a.m. today. Yes. As long as it's not a paid campaign, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really flexible. And if I have to, I can work until 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. If yeah. my kids have got lice and I haven't worked the whole <laughs> week, then I can deal with that and I can force myself to work till 3 in the morning. So mm-hmm. it is beautiful um, in that way. Um, and then the other thing with giving up is, there's just some days where things just go wrong. Yeah, And I have found myself, um, I'm not a perfect mom, far from it. I try. But there's been times where I'm doing something, my kids says something and I snap and I'm like, got to get this done. And I suddenly realise, whoa, no, this is not working for anybody.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm trying to recognize those times. And then I just close my laptop and I say, house bells, put your homework down. We're giving up we're going down the road, There's a little cafe down the road that sells ice cream and you can walk from the cafe to the beach and just sit and eat ice cream. And I said, it's time for Dal Rock, It's time for ice cream. Mom's in a bad mood and that's that.
0: We can and start with ice cream.
1: <laughs> it's important to recognize those mm-hmm. moments because when you're in that mind frame and you become that mom that's screaming at her kids and crabby and you can't concentrate or write because they're irritating you, no one's gonna get what they want like that. Yeah, you so, so right. I I try and recognize that throw in the towel and yeah. the rule is we just eat ice cream. <laughs> we all give up for the day. I don't care if your homework is not finished. I'll write a note to your teacher and say, Tough tacky, we do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very like you do your homework and you do, but every now and then I'm just like, you know what, we all give up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's in tears. The day Everybody put on your pencils, mm. get in the car, we go. <laughs> I
0: love it. Uh, I love it. I think that's why I think I love homeschooling because I can do that. I can. Go, <laughs> today is cancelled. Like this is just not happening. And and yeah, to yeah to just to just let it go. And I, because I think when we hold on to these things so tightly, uh, they, they they break. Um, whereas if we can just. Chill out a little bit, loosen our grip on on what we're aiming for, whether it's writing this perfect blog post or the kids getting their homework done or whatever it may be. We need just maybe hold it a little lighter and and get a little bit more playful. And yes, that maybe means like just closing up for the day and uh, yeah, go, going to get ice cream. I love it. I think you might need to trademark that as a, a signature process. <laughs> you just have to live in a wonderful coastal town though
1: (laughs) well it could be ice cream it could be anything Um, I think it's just about Mm. recognizing when that moment has kind of reached its limit yes and then pulling yourself back and just saying well being a mom is most important being happy is most important Mm. let's just go make ourselves happy yes yes
0: I love that Lynn can you tell us I asked you beforehand, what do you think is your zone of genius? And you said that you didn't think you were a genius. You are a total genius. Like I've seen, like so many areas that you are a genius here. But but what would you say? Like what do you just like? What lights you up? And like what do you find that you are really good at? That that you would. That's what because that's what I define as zone of genius. You don't have to be Einstein.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, um, what I love is the online marketing bit of things. And it's, it's, it's kind of the creation of the content, but it's more encompassing th- than that. It is the, the search engine optimization side of things. It's uh-huh. about the keyword research. It's about figuring out what your audience wants to hear mm. and how you can tune in what you want to say and kind of bring those things together and get it to rank on the search engines and get that traffic to your website. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it's like there's so many little aspects of it, and there's always new things you can learn. So it's like this huge jigsaw puzzle, and you're putting mm. in all these little pieces all the time. Um, that for me, is like
0: it's so much fun. It's so exciting. I really love how you've aligned your your business with your zone of genius. And like what you're doing in your business is is now aligned through this, Quite a long journey of, you know, different businesses, different ways of working. It really feels to me that you're operating in your zone of genius, which I think is so important if you're going to be a mompreneur and kind of do the, the balancing act of, of work and family life as well. well, On the weekends,
1: I'd like to tell you what I do on a weekend.
0: Mm, um, tell us. On a Friday, when
1: I pick my kids up at half past one, school is out. mm. There's no more work. Mm-hmm. There's no more. Now, I can't go and have a dope at the pub anymore. But we go to the shop. We eat healthy during the week, Monday, Sunday to Friday lunchtime. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then we go then- buy our chocolates and our burgers for the evening. And we come home and there are no rules. Okay. I've said to him, okay, there are rules. You can't just run out the house and go <laughs> down the road and, like, I don't know, go do something. Mm-hmm. You. You know, but but the normal rules don't apply. There's no um, one hour only for screen time each. There's no um, you got to brush your teeth and you got to have a bath. You don't want to bath, don't bath. You don't want to brush your teeth, I don't care. You want to stay in your school clothes and not hang them up? Be my guest. You can even sleep in them tonight. I just don't care because on cool. Sunday I'll take them off you and I'll wash them for school. Okay, okay. Um, so the weekends we I, I try just to have fun and it's it's very funny because you know talking about family life. I, during the week, I push and I push and I push and I push and every second counts. Okay. Um, Until I push too far and have to just quit and have an ice cream. Uh I stick to that routine and I just go, 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 go. And then on a Friday when I pick my kids up, we all just like, okay, (laughs) it's a weekend. And then I, I, if I'm not going out on a Saturday, I don't get out of my pajamas. I lie around the house. I don't cook. If you want food, survive. Go (laughs) to that kitchen and survive. That's my rule. On a Friday night, we have burgers. I just flip a patty. Saturdays, my husband makes steak. And then on a Sunday, I cook a proper meal. But otherwise, on the weekend, I'm like a lazy sloth.
0: I love it. And it's great.
1: And then, funny enough, my husband stayed at home. And he's never really been at home during the day when we do school and especially with the pandemic and the homeschooling. Oh, it got like intense. But he's never really been at home. So he just sees the (laughs) sloth in her pajamas. (laughs) Right now, for nine years. It was nine years in August last year. And it was sometime this year, he stayed at home for two days. But anyway, the kids were at school. No, they weren't at school. They were doing stuff at home. But I was like this. And he looked at me and he says, is this how you do it? This is what happens during the week, honey. it's like, oh, I thought you were just like a lazy sloth. This is why I'm a sloth on the weekend because I'm just like, I've done my thing. Yes. And I'm done now. I'm and absolutely, absolutely done.
0: So interesting because I, I think you recharge in that time. What I'm hearing from you as well, it's helpful to have that structure. You don't have to think about what am I doing next? You know, your weekend kind of, go to an, a certain extent on autopilot, but then there's that outlet on the weekends. I love that. I think that sounds also really fun and playful. Weekends sound pretty cool at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Productivity tip I'd love you to share in all of in your in your structured work week. I'm sure you are needing to um just Throw in a couple of productivity tips to help you to get the most out of your work time. Um, can you share something that's working really well for you right now?
1: Well, I think, I mean, we've covered a lot of it. I mean, having a routine where I know when my work time is and when the children know when my work time is ah. is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I find that I am actually not a night person at all. And like you said, those 3 a.m. blog posts you write, not so hot. <laughs> Not you, me, you know, like I think in general, anybody that stays up till 3am and writes a blog post, not going to be your best work. Yeah, And that's especially true with me. So I like the fact that my kids are at school. Please keep them there. <laughs> <Pandemic>. <laughs> but, um, you know, the fact that I can have that morning time, which is my most productive time, use that for my work and then the afternoons to be mom, mm. is, it really works well for me. Mm. And then the other thing is like, This morning, for some reason, I was exhausted. And this is something that Alison and I from the paper we discussed on my live video a while back. Oh, cool. um, Is She mentioned, and this is the first I've heard of it, is your flow. Not Mm -hmm. your menstrual flow, your, your, your flow of your energy. And you need to be very conscious of your flow. So, for example, this morning I came home. I didn't have my morning walk because I just feel bombed. I feel absolutely bombed today. And I don't know why. I'm... I've got no energy. I've got no drive.
0: Today. Well, listen. And if I'm with no energy and no drive, I'd love to see you when you've got the energy.
1: <laughs> no, but because I listen to my flow. Ah, uh-huh. And some days you're going to have energy, and some days your flow is not going to be so hot. Mm. So instead of doing my normal thing this morning, I made myself a cup of coffee, and instead of sitting at my desk, I climbed into my bed uh-huh. and I watched two episodes of my current binge on Netflix <laughs> because. Yeah, yeah I, there is a time for pushing yourself, but I think it's important to recognize how important it is it to push yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've got bipolar disorder. So I have to manage myself a lot more than most people do because mm-hmm. my mo- my biggest problem with my bipolar is not the lows. My biggest problem are the highs. Okay. Because when I get manic, I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this, can do this and this and this. And here's my to-do list. And I'm just going to pile on the extra 10 things because I know I can do it. And I can today <laughs> mm-hmm. and I can do it tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Mm-hmm. But what is the end result of that going to be? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a boom, mm-hmm. and I'm going to sit here. Wow. So I have to carefully manage, not just my lows, but more importantly, my highs. Okay. So, you know, even if I can work this evening, sometimes I'm finished with the kids and I'm like, Hey, I feel like I can do some work. And I'm like, no, you're going to go climb into bed okay, because you need that. Yeah. Um, so I think you know your productivity you need to really you know as a mom you've got so much so limited time you've only got a certain amount of energy yes so yeah. I feel that to pay attention to your flow and get to know yourself really really well is mm-hmm. important so for me it was more important for me to have a rest this morning before this video mm-hmm. so that I could be in my prime for the video yeah than it would be to tick off a couple of things I had on my to-do list to do before this video Yes. I mean, I can catch that up later, or I can catch that up tomorrow. It's, those things are not that important. Okay. It's more important for me to rest and know what I'm capable of. Yes,
0: I love it. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate that you are that you've showed up so energetic today. And yes. also, I just love how it's it's seen that bigger picture, right? It's like the bigger picture of like I can do this today but what about tomorrow? And I can do this, you know, maybe for one day, but then what about the rest of the month? And making those calls in the moment to go, okay, what is really important um, in this moment for the big picture? I really love that. I think that's that's so important for for all, all of our mental health.
1: Yeah. I think one other thing that also comes into it, in, and this is something that's really made me feel good about myself, which is something important, um, you know, as someone with a number of mental health issues mm-hmm. um and obviously you know like when I was an addict and active addiction I didn't exactly practice self-care and I didn't exactly like myself very much mm. um I didn't do anything to feed my own soul or you know or myself and what I find now is I'll have a to-do list every day sometimes I get through it all sometimes I don't but there's days when I'm highly productive and I tick off everything on my list and what I do now is instead of add something new on there or seeing what else I can squeeze in, I said to myself, congratulations, Mm -hmm. I'm going to reward you. So before you go pick up the kids from school, you're going to go have a one hour bubble bath Mm. or, you know, something like that. And, you know, as a mom, we don't really get anybody nurturing us. I mean, I don't know about you, but there's (laughs) no nurturing coming this way from anyway. And (laughs) you know we have to constantly nurture and give you know my business is my passion but it's still giving of myself to something else
0: yeah yeah
1: and it does kind of give to me but you know there's nobody making my breakfast there's nobody packing my lunch mm-hmm. there's nobody washing my clothes and packing it in my cupboard nice and neat for me there's there's none of that mm-hmm. um so i find when i have those days where i've been highly productive and i've finished everything i need to do and i've got some spare time mm-hmm. i give it to myself I love it. I think what can I do right now that's completely, I mean, I'll say selfish, but just for me, completely self-care, something that like just for me. And like my ultimate is like the midday bubble bath. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah,
0: midday, that just makes it all the more, yeah. Yeah. And no
1: (laughs) one's at home and you're soaking in the bath. There's no kid that's going to come in and say, can I have a poo? And I mean, what is right next to my head? Because that's what happens. And you're like, what about the other toilet? My brother's pooing there. I'm like, oh. Why do they always come in and want to poo as soon as I've run my bubble bar? I just don't get it. And even if they're in bed asleep, you're not safe. Because they'll (laughs) wake up to come dump next to your head. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that's like, it's really nice. I know that there's just nobody that's going to come in there and poo next to my head. (laughs) It's like it's really, really good.
0: I love, it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. it. I know it sounds so decadent, but it's it's not. It's like you you you're telling your brain, "I want more of this. I want like I'm celebrating me and like I'm worth it." Like don't just like go, oh, let me add on another thing to do. Like oh, I've got oh I've got more time. Let me get ahead on on some of the other things. It's at that point you gotta go treat yourself. <laughs> I love it. So cool. All right, um, I want to talk. Briefly, just about the, the business rules that you feel that you've broken along the way. Because I, I do think you've, you've covered it in in your move to blogging. Um, but would you say that mm-hmm. that's like a sort of a rule or a should that you've gone, no, ain't going to do that?
1: Well, there were a number of people when I mentioned, like when I said to my husband, I, I've just got this itch. Not a funny itch. <laughs> I've got this, like... This burning desire, that still sounds bad. So I just said, I've got this urge. I need to do something else. And he said to me, but you had that urge and you started an online store. Mm. You took that risk and you did that. You gave up your bookkeeping, which was providing an income. And you did something wild and you started an online store. And now you say you want to change it to a blog, but it's working. I said, it is working. But I've decided it's not what I want. I can see something better for myself. Mm. And I think I think a lot of people don't take that risk or take that chance on themselves or trust themselves enough. Um, you know, women that are working for a boss and they want to, you know, start a blog or they want to start something on their own. And I mean, I get it. You know, you're working full-time for somebody else. You can't just quit and start a blog because it's going to take a while for you to start making money and build up an income and learn everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. So it can be scary but I just feel that you need to take a chance on yourself and you need to do something for yourself. I mean I look at working moms that work for a boss and I think you see mm-hmm. um I'm sure a lot of people are passionate about their job and they love it but I think if I had to work for a boss now I'd get fired <laughs> quite quickly <laughs> because I I do things my own way. Mm-hmm. I've got complete control over what I want to do on a day-to-day basis. I can have my own um I remember I worked for somebody for a while And I got so upset because there was little things that I asked for. I mean, a multi-million rand company that I'm working for and I did all the buying and all the creditors and I was very, very busy. And I wanted a scanner, copier, faxer in my own office because I was faxing and stuff the whole time. Yeah, that was in the day of faxes. I was going to (laughs) say. And and I just wanted a scanner, copier, faxer. So I could do it from my desk without having to get up and walk to reception and wait for them to do stuff for me all the time. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, you don't need it. And I'm like, I do need it. I can be so much more productive. It only cost 900 rand. I'd price it. And I'm like, do you know how much time and how much more I could do and how much more productive I could be for you if I have it? No. And, you know, and if someone says to me, oh, you can't take off time to go fetch your kid from school that's sick, mm-hmm. I'm just going to, like, explode. Yes. You know, it's... Mm. for me working for myself gives me all that flexibility for my family mm. and for myself as well to have that midday bubble bath i need it i'm a mom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i should be able to have that bubble bath yes
0: oh my goodness i i i so agree with what you've said there i i also can't see myself ever going back to a full-time job I don't feel I have the the life capacity for it and the skills like I'm not talking about the actual job skills but like the the corporate skills of it all and now I'm sure there's going to be moms listening who are like I want I want that I want that flexibility I want that that life where I can be creative follow my passion so for those mompreneurs who are just getting started now and or just have that that desire that you spoke about just now, have you got a, a little closing piece of advice for them of what they should do?
1: Well, when I wanted to start Kabuki initially, the online store, I spoke to a lot of people and I got a lot of negative feedback. I had a lot of people telling me, oh, you won't be able to do it, you won't succeed, there's too many people trying to do what you're doing, there's not enough market, there's not enough this, this. And you know what? That actually motivated me more because I'm a very stubborn rebellious person that's my personality but I think that sort of feedback may be different for other women it may dampen their spirits and I just want to say that you are capable of great things we are moms we multitask we nurture we do so much we are capable of so much and if you want to do something for yourself go for it absolutely go for it and don't let anything stand in your way
0: Yeah. Yeah, free and sister. I love it. It's so cool. And then also like part of that is like making some money, making some money, bringing in this abundance to you and your family and your life. So... I I, I love that encouragement for everyone. Thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you so much for everything you've shared with us today. All these beautiful insider tips on monetizing a blog as a business. So, do everyone go and check out the links that I'm going to put in the show notes, but maybe you can just mention it for us, Lynn, now. Where can people find you and where can they contact you on the socials and everywhere else?
1: Okay. Well, um, everywhere is at Kabogi, which is K A B. O U T J I E. So it's kaboki.com or at kaboki on Facebook. Um, I also have a Facebook group called Kaboki Parenting Community. So you can go in there and ask your questions and engage with people. Uh, my online courses are not created yet because, well, pandemic 2020, mommy's tired, but it is in the pipeline and I'm hoping to get cracking with that quite soon.
0: that's wonderful Lynn so everybody can go and look you up there and I will put those links in the show notes as well and really just thank you so much for all those tips and thank you for sharing your journey with us thank you for just showing up here as I said with such beautiful energy I think you've encouraged so many mompreneurs with your journey your tips and with being you so thank you for sharing that with us all right Lynn thanks very much bye-bye the pleasure, bye. That's the end of our Mompreneur playdate today. But come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at playfulmompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to PlayfulMompreneur.com and sign up there. And then, playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your Mompreneur friends by sending them over to PlayfulMompreneur.com or tell them to search the Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.